good afternoon, evening, morning, or, you know, two in the morning when you can't sleep and you really need something to knock you out. And welcome to the Two Star Podcast. I am your temporary host for the next five minutes, Daniel, and I'm joined by my colleagues, Graham. Hi. Christopher. Hello. And Adam. Hello. Oh, yes, sir. Excellent. Uh, Okay, I would like to take issue with this to start with. I feel that the introductions to our podcast are very low energy, and I think we need to um, turn it on its head. And so I've come up with some uh, intro music like wrestlers would have for each of us. Excellent. So, okay. Uh, this is mine. So I will be walking into Public Enemy. So you're basically saying that you're the para podcaster here. Yeah, pretty much. So that's that's what I'm going to uh, walk into. I've got a question. Adam, I heard a, a farting sound. Was that on the was that on the soundtrack or was that? Um, uh, so I, that was I your imagination, Christopher. Or you I didn't fart. hear a farting sound. But no, neither I did I. Maybe you farted, Chris. I think that seems the likeliest answer. No, it wouldn't have been. Okay, me. so would you like to hear? Would you like to hear Adam's intro music? You're doing it wrong. On, it should be like snooker players. So we need nicknames as well. So, well, we'll come um, to that shortly, but we've got the music first. So this is Adam's intro music. A little bit nice bit of sabotage. I, I approve. I mean, I, I approve, except for the fact that surely if anyone is worthy of a song called Sabotage, it's me. Well, but Adam is... Uh, there. There is a guy in the Beastie Boys called Adam. Or well, ad rock. Yes, that's true. Yes. So, uh, well, well, uh, Chris, I've got you this one. I thought you might enjoy this. No, I don't like it. Tough. That's what you got. I don't like it. Okay. Well, you could maybe swap with Dan, whose music is this. I thought that was quite reflective of his uh, contribution to the podcast. Awesome. What are you playing? That's not Chris, you're not having this. Oh, this one's lovely. I'm now featuring Dan in a like a silent comedy from like I mean, the early 1900s. Jacks as well. It's a step tone song. Yeah, do you yeah. not know that, Adam? Yeah. Okay, well. The, the if you... Dad's Army theme as well, that also would have worked. Yeah, I suppose. Well, so w- what do you want instead then, Chris? Uh, I would like um, I Am a Cider Drinker by the Wurzels. No, that's not acceptable. Oh. Um, well, what, what I thought the, you what? got one harvested by the Wurzels. <laughs> yes, that is acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, th- Threshing Machine by the Wurzels. I don't YouTube. know that. It's on YouTube. I'm literally now going to look up all of the Wurzel songs I have on on my iTunes, and it's a lot. Um, really? Yeah, I like the Wurzels. You've got the Wurzels discography. Doesn't doesn't everybody? I, I more or less do, yes. Um, okay, well, I thought that would... Uh, I thought that would just put a bit more energy into proceedings and uh, get people up for what? the... Comedy that need, we're going what to you need, though, is, um, shove into their ears is to introduce introduce people in a different way, and that is like our running on music that all the fighty men do. So, 
Okay, so maybe that can be a task for whoever is driving the podcast that week has to come up with an intro and a nickname for each of the other presenters. Okay. So, Chris, that starts with uh, you next week. Okay. Excellent. I hate it when you say something in a meeting and you just create work for yourself. Yeah, well... That's why you should never talk in meetings. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Sit there quietly, avoid eye contact, drink your coffee. Yes. And if the worst comes to the worst, whistle through your teeth like mechanics do and say, ooh, that's going to be expensive. Mm. So on that subject, Christopher from Dorset, do you, um, you wish to complain about yeah, having a job? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty rubbish, isn't it? I have to go to work. You, you won't yeah. believe this. I have to go to work nearly every day. That's just not right, is it? Nearly every day. But no. you, you, get, you get Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays and no, Mondays off, no. don't you? It's ridiculous. I only get Saturday and Sunday oh. off. Like, that's a weekend. That's bullshit. It's not good enough. But, like, they, they, they do pay you for going into work, they, don't they? They do, yeah, but not as much as I think I should get paid for having to go. Uh, well, yeah, I can see the problem there. Mm. Have you raised well, this with them? I haven't really been able to because um, my manager's not really been around very much. So my job is quite similar to the suggestion we had that I should just arrive somewhere and start working. So um, I've mostly just been there. Um, I got some IT equipment by phoning IT. I found some work to do and I just started doing the work. And uh, So there's quite a high possibility that come the end of the month, you might just not get paid because nobody could knows be in the who wrong you building. are. <laughs> That's a possibility, isn't it? Yeah. Well... I mean, why not uh, deploy some of your skills that you acquired as leader of the Two Star Podcast Listeners Union and go on strike? Oh, that is an excellent idea, yeah. Because that would... Mm. If you go on strike, then they have to give you more money, otherwise you just don't yeah, come back to work. Yeah, and the added bonus that you don't go to work whilst you're on strike. Exactly, so mm. you can... Uh, I, I think if you just stayed in bed or sitting at home all day, that might not work as a strike. I think you'd have to go out and set up yeah, a picket, picket line and uh, set, some, set a fire in a barrel. Well, yeah, otherwise it's just not turning up to work. And then people would be beeping their horns as they go past, and they'd say to you, what are you protesting? What, what are you uh, picketing about? And just say, I just want more money. Mm, they'll take that very well. People people understand that everyone wants more money, and they're, they're very sympathetic yeah. to that. And they'll say, well, are you being underpaid? You go, no, I'm, I'm being paid what they said they would. I just think I'd like some more now. I do think I don't think lunch breaks is a bit of a con. I mean, everyone will understand that. If you bear with me one second, I just need to go and placate a child. I think that that is code for he has to do another so, big poo. God, I hope possible. Maybe he has to shit on the child to placate I mean, it. I don't think that would placate a child, Dan, and I'm never letting you babysit. <laughs> There's a reason I make these comments. You, you know the, ta- the tactic of do a, a job you don't want to do so badly that no one ever asks you to do it again, right? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure if you shit on a child, you're going to get arrested, not just not asked to do it again. Yeah, no one will ever believe the child. Wait, wait, did you say... I think that'll be quite... Did evidence. you say sit on a child yeah. or shit on a child? No, no, he did not, Chris. Shit on. Very much Shit the on a child, yeah. I think um, yeah. child is... I'm not saying they deserve... I think child is code for toilet and placate is code for do a big poo in. No, in both Article 50 is my current euphemism for do a big poo in. Yeah. 
Anyway, no, I've got another thing um, I want to say. And to I, not- last week uh, we mentioned did did Graham weigh himself before and after he did a poo, and he hadn't. Well, oh yes, I did that this week. Yes, and the difference okay. was one and a quarter pounds. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, but I'm I'm a bit worried that perhaps it's not really valid because I did a wee at the same time. Ah. Well, yeah. you're just going to have to weigh yourself before the poop and weigh yourself before the wee. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Or or pee into a, pee into a bottle and um, weigh yeah. the bottle. Yeah, and poo into a bowl and weigh the bowl. No, Chris. So I'll, what sick. I have to do is I'll have to... Choose a bowl, and I have to sort of, you know, do the reset thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's I mean, a, a bottle is probably safe. Into a bowl, it's going. Maybe go this could there. be a fun thing for the listeners to try. Is uh, we have a heaviest poo competition. Mm. What is your heaviest poo? Write in, and the best biggest poo will win a prize. This was a fantastic time <laughs> to come back. <laughs> yeah. I, are we, are we, we doing, doing a competition? Yeah, we're doing a spontaneous listener competition. Uh, so they have mm. to weigh their poo. What's, what's and, the prize? Uh, well, I don't think we should commit to a prize. It's a be a mystery prize. A mystery star okay. prize. Brilliant. You get a date with Dan. That's not a prize. That's a punishment. Oh, okay. You get a date with Adam. He's not turning it down, so that's basically an acceptance. Yep, date with Adam. Yep. Give it, send us Brilliant. biggest no. Send us evidence. No, don't, send, biggest no, don't even send us evidence. Just tell us. We'll yeah. take our trust. <laughs> yeah, we we okay. trust them. I, I think yeah. probably uh, Christian from Scotland has got to be the favourite, hasn't he? Mm. They're not his poos, are they? They're some randoms in the in his world. Yeah, but he's got a Scottish diet, hasn't he? So I bet he produces produces monsters. Well, the Scottish diet produce monsters, or how should we say? Little I think um, I think there's a um, saying yeah, about this, a... isn't it? Is uh, whoever finds the big jobby on the floor probably pooed it there. <laughs> That's the proverb. Yeah, I've, I've not come across that proverb before, but yeah, it, it sounds yeah. plausible. Yes, that was a, a Robert Burns uh, line, I think. In mm. um, in England, we have rhymes about farting, uh, but in Scotland, they've just have outdone us. And all their rhymes are about just finding poo on the floor. So, moving on from pooping, um, sex rumours, Graham. What are we doing about yeah. sex rumours? Well, um, do you remember there was that rumour about Ashley Cole and Sol Campbell putting their mobile phones up each other's bums and then texting them so they would vibrate? I do remember that rumour. Yeah. I, I don't remember that. That is a yeah. surprising rumour. Well, it's been some time since uh, I've got wind of a, an exciting rumour like that, which may be true, may not, who knows. But I'd like to start one about some footballers. So okay. I need you men who know about football yeah. to tell me the names of footballers who would be good to start this rumour about. Um, my instinct is to go for footballers with funny names, but there's none of the Korean players here at the moment called Dong, which is very upsetting. Mm. Um I mean, you know, under under in happier times, you'd go for some, you know, members of the uh, England squad, but you know, I think what, got quite uh, enough on their plate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At this point, what it kind of player cool. are you looking for? Are you looking for a player that you think, yeah, that's probably true? Well, like with David Cameron and the the pig thing, 
Or are you yeah. looking for like a shock value? That, I never thought the... he'd do something like that. He seems like such a nice guy. Well, one of each, maybe. Okay. Well, but they have to be. It have to be in a situation where they'd be in the same dressing room. That's the issue. So they need to either play for the same club or country. So I reckon Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a good one because a funny name. Mm-hmm. B, okay. He's Swedish, therefore probably down for all kinds of kinky shit. C. He's got one of those awful little man ponytail things. Okay, so Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Who else would be good? Who Who would he uh, do What's the sex, shock value? Sex things. Wayne Rooney. Yeah, there's enough rules the about Wayne Rooney. What about oh, Christopher Smalling? Oh, okay, not Wayne Rooney, apparently. They do. Yeah. Do they play for the Manchester's? And if it was Manchester, okay. I don't know any other. Is Wes Brown no. still a Manchester player? No, I'm pretty sure he's done it. Point. Oh, uh, uh, you, you could Paul go with, you could, uh, I think he's retired. You could go oh. with like one of the the young and up and coming stars, like uh, Marcus Rashford. Mm. Yeah. That's well. Um, it depends. Is he a, is he a prick? Um, I've no evidence. Mostly. Yeah. Then I don't want to. If they're a prick, then that's fine. But if they're not, then I wouldn't wish. Well, okay. So let, let's go. Let's go. Boldman's generation. And let's go for the cho- coach, which is obviously Jose. Um. Well, what I've got in mind, I can't really see Jose doing. How about Fellaini? Because he's got ridiculous hair. Oh, Fellaini, and also yeah. it sounds a bit like Felicia. It does. Yeah, it's not yeah old, but, but I mean, I mean Martin yeah. Rashford. Who's, who's, if there was some kind of. <laughs> I just I just googled Manchester United squad, and like there's pictures of all of the Man U squad, and they're all there. You know, almost all of them are. You know, shots from them on the pitch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then he gets to Michael Carrick, midfielder. It's just a photo of him playing golf. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, because of him, I think Michael Carrick. So Ibrahimovic and Michael Carrick. And the rumor that I've heard, well, that I'm starting, is that after all of the other football men have finished in that big bath that they all share together, these two hang around in the dressing room together. And one of them, Daniel, you choose which one. Ibrahimovic. Okay, so Ibrahimovic bends over, and then Michael Carrick uh, works a balloon up into his bum and then inflates it. Wouldn't you like notice if someone did that? No, well, he wants him to. Oh, right, they right, like right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he thinks it's great. Oh, he doesn't just do it when he's bent <laughs> over. <laughs> that would be that weird. puts a whole different spin on this story. It certainly does. And now I can see Jose doing it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But no, it's consensual between two approving men and they inflate the balloon and then, um, I don't know, I guess deflates it while the other one lets it blow his hair about and then they swap oh, places. So it's, not, it's not a sexual that's, that's thing, it's just to simulate a big fart. No, it's um, it's a sex thing, but with the bonus of a big fart at the end, which is the kind of way I like all my sex things to finish. <laughs> that is insight. I don't I do think this want. is... Uh, as good as the mobile phone up the bum text scandal. No, but I mean that—that's very of its time. People don't really do things with mobile phones now, and you can't fit a tablet up your bum. What about smartwatches? So, that, that's just unambitious, Graham. I, um, I guarantee you that someone somewhere has fitted a tablet up their bum. I think Adam oh, makes a very good suggestion: um, is why not just okay, what if- update that rumor? So. When the um, when the original rumor came out, mobile phones were sort of more realistically um, put up the bummable, and 
it was a new novel thing that they would vibrate. Mm. So why not just update it a little bit and go for yeah, wearable tech like a a smartwatch. Yeah, smartwatches. Uh, Google Glass. Or a Fitbit. Or, um, or maybe one of them put a, a Galaxy Note 7 up his bum and it went on fire. And that's why he is long-term injured. quite large. Does anyone have a long-term injury that is Wayne a Rooney. Bit Wayne Rooney does. Uh, I don't yeah. believe so, but it is worth noting. The Galaxy Note 7 is uh, 6 by 3 inches. Yeah, I mean, you work up to it. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's a very very so, narrow um, depth, isn't it? I mean, yeah, but that wouldn't be my primary concern. <laughs> It'd be like a letterbox by the end of it. Wouldn't it? But okay, maybe without the so brushes. you've told us the rumor you'd like to start spreading. I've got two questions: is why yeah. do you want to spread this rumor? Well, I just liked hearing about um, Ashley Cole and Sol Campbell putting their phones up each other's bums. Uh, and assuming it was true, not questioning it too deeply or asking for a source, and then telling everybody I ever met because it was quite funny. Mm. Um, that's, I mean, what footballers so are for, if nothing else. I think else. a funny rumour would be that the Manchester United players bought the Galaxy Note 7 and uh, put it in Wayne Rooney's pants, and then it caught on fire, and that's why he's out injured. Yeah, but they can't well, admit to it because... Um, well, I mean, the they weren't meant to. The club. Yeah. Well, I think there has um, to be a sex element. Well, there must be a sex element to setting someone's pants on fire. I really want to keep it related to something going up a footballer's bum if we can. I'm slightly you're, worried you're that such that's a, what um, you want. You're such well, a they purist, just seem to aren't type, you? Don't they? With these rumours. Yeah, if you're going to have a rumour, it has to involve going up, going something up a bum. I don't know, it could be a three-in-a-bed romp. They're quite popular. Mm, yeah, but they tend to be. Uh, I don't want to be subject to a super injunction. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, to be I fair, think I think that, that ship's you sailed, could probably only get the super injunction if what you'd actually done was true. Oh, uh, well, then. Yeah, but I mean, every footballer has had a three in the bed romp, and that's not. Yeah, not controversial at all. No. That's just accepted. What if it was for knowledge? What if it was? No, I think anything up to eleven is uh, is probably likely to have so, happened. As long as you don't involve the subs bench. Yeah, I don't think that's get, that's going too far, right. isn't it? Right. Because they they just keep running up and down beside the bed and jumping up and down on the spot. Mm. And they insist on wearing a tracksuit. So for my my second question is: yes, How does our legal department feel about spreading this rumor across the airwaves to our two or three listeners? Well, speaking as the legal department, you know, it's Thursday. I've kind of stopped giving a shit for the week, so, you know, whatever. It'll be fine. I mean, it'll probably all be okay. Yeah. It won't get back to us, will it? No, there's, there's, there's basically no circumstances apart from a couple of obvious ones in which this, this rebounds I mean, from an actual... Yeah. Um, sorry, from, from an actual um, legal point of view, is what Graham has done is he's gone on the internet and he said, this isn't true... I'm making this up. So I don't know what your legal recourse would be if you were upset that someone was very openly saying this isn't true about this. Well, I, I think nothing. But I think when our yeah, when our listeners pass it on, they're not to include that bit because oh, okay. that would defeat the whole point. Yeah, but it's the listener's problem, not ours. Yeah, exactly. Because we made it quite clear that it's not true. 
which it isn't. But um, we just want it to be true. Nothing wrong with wanting things. I mean, you never know. It might be true. Yeah, it could be true, of course. Not denying it, not ruling it out. I, I have complete confidence in Wayne Rooney and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Um, I don't have yeah. any confidence in Wayne Rooney's ability to blow up a balloon. No, because it's, no, no, it's the, that they were trying to recreate. They were trying oh, to recreate anyway, the Ashley Cole, Sol Campbell thing to to get good team spirit. Um, and it went wrong because the uh, Galaxy Note 7 caught on fire. So that's, that's your mm. rumour. Oh, uh, yeah. So they said, look, guys... I know we had a bit of a problem with when we all put that phone up Wayne Rooney's bum and it went on fire. Let's take away the bit that can go on fire, but keep the bit where we put stuff up each other's bums. And here's a balloon. I'm going to inflate it up the bum um, and then inhale what comes out. I think it's sort of like an internal water cushion, isn't it? Inhale what comes out. Or maybe they one could inflate the uh, balloon with his own farts while it was in the other person's bum. And then you could pop it while it was inside the bum. Do you know what I would like someone to attempt? Not me. Someone on the internet. uh, Would be some kind of valve that that went up the bum or around the bum with with a spout that was attached to a balloon. And then throughout the day, like like a fart catheter, it would just fill with fart... So like a so like a colostomy yeah, bag that ju- is not poo, airtight. just just fart. I'd, I'd, I'd hope yeah, they would be airtight they anyway. They contain poo. I don't want poo in that bag. I want it to be just fart. Well, just but just get a colostomy bag. But no, don't poo no, in the it. colostomy bag is not the right material. It needs to be needs oh. to be a domestic balloon that you might give to a child. What? Why do you? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that, Chris? This this is just getting weird now. It's the only way they'll learn. When you pop that and all of the fart comes out into their face. I don't know why you would do it, but it's really funny. Yeah. Would it it be funny, Chris? Would it really? It really really would. would. It really would. Little little Bobby would be playing with the balloon quite happily, and you would know that it's full of fart. (laughs) Yeah. And then every time it went near something sharp, you'd get so excited. Oh, it didn't pop. Oh, it's going near the cactus. Oh, it didn't didn't explode all that gas into his face. I mean, you could just do this yourself with some gaffer tape. How, how gaffer tape? Yeah, you need, you need some kind of one-way valve, though. Oh, I don't... Well, in uh, a sphincter? I don't think, I don't think you're well, going to get a good seal no. unless, unless there's some kind of insertion... I think I think it might need to to MacGyver okay. a um, bicycle pump. Yeah. What? Well, you could fart <laughs> into someone else's mouth, and then they could blow it into a balloon. <laughs> I mean, yes, you could. I don't. Well, see may- the maybe that's what Michael Carrick <laughs> and Ibrahimovic <laughs> were doing. Maybe maybe they didn't put the balloon up the bum. Maybe they were just in- inhaling each other's farts and blowing it into balloons and giving it to kids. The sick fucks. Well, I mean, it would certainly make the front pages. Yeah. Yes. Well, that, that's the rumour. Tell everyone. Excellent. Yes. Uh, can we move on to something slightly less disgusting? Yes. Um, so, apparently, uh, Graham, the Russians have made a new thing. 
Yeah, they they've made a new nuclear missile, and they've called it Satan Two, and it has the capability to destroy Texas and or France, Does and that's have- fine. Everyone needs nuclear missiles. We've established that, but come on, don't call it Satan Two. At least have some mystery about it. And what the fuck happened to Satan One? Well, that was what I was wondering about. Um, so, so, my, okay, so my key question here is: Does it have skulls painted on the top? Because it's like, like, a massive so, waste yeah. of time there. To be fair, and that is, the, that the, is the um, yeah. That is the the NATO name for it is is the Satan Two. Why have we named their uh, missile? Was it? I, I don't know. I'm just going to have a look now. Let me do a the Russian is unpronounceable. Uh, well, no. The Russian the Russian name is the RS-28 Sarmat. Well, that's oh, yeah. Problem. I can see why Satan no, 2 is... Just, uh, it's just yeah. propaganda. It Western propaganda. The capitalist dogs. What does Sarmat oh, okay. mean in Russian? Well, that's what I'm trying to establish, but I can't actually find out. Google Translate just seems to translate it into the English, which is Sarmat. Like the Russian is 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 Sarmat, and wait, but the the translation that Google's giving me is just a transliteration to Sarmat, but spelled differently. If you had to uh, choose, this is like the um, uh, that that great um, ethical dilemma question. So, if you had to choose to nuclear bomb Texas or France, which one would you? So the hang on, the previous one was just was the R thirty six, which uh, had the NATO reporting name SS nine Scarp. So, so, so Chris, what was your question? This bomb, they can blow up France or Texas. Yes. Yeah. If you had that choice, which yeah. one would you go for? Well, Texas, oh, Texas. is further away. Yeah. All right. Obviously. And there's a feasible chance that Donald Trump could be there. Okay. Yeah. And George Bush lives there. Yeah, no, that's, that's not an no. ethical dilemma I at like all. French it's... food, Texan food's all right, but well, it's not yeah. amazing. It's a it's a really state, isn't it? Fucking well. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. To be fair, it doesn't have to be a nuclear missile. It can also take conventional warheads. Boring. Mm. Yeah, you, uh, you wonder why you go to the, the effort. You know, we've built this amazing intercontinental missile. You can drop a bomb anywhere. So we're going well, to I mean, you could use a chemical weapon, chemical warheads. It doesn't have to be just like explosives. Having a missile yeah. that isn't nuclear I mean, if, if is it... like having a rumor about footballers that doesn't include something going up the bum. It's just pointless. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why would you even bother? Letting the rest of the side down, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, Satan Two is. It's a, it's a bit. It's a bit, it's full a bit on, on the nose, isn't it? I mean, you you can't exactly imagine them calling it like Meadows and Springtime or anything like that. But um, you know, I like ironic names like Peacemaker or something. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so they've they've renamed um, our new Trident replacement Watsit, and so the first one is going to be called Dreadnought, which I feel is somehow a a good name for a submarine designed to wipe out all life. Yeah, on it's reasonable, isn't it? Yeah, Got not very original. Nuclear submarine nuclear submarine face. But a dreadnought is but... already a different kind of boat. Yeah, no, there's been lots of dreadnoughts. Yeah. Um, but they... Um... It's confusing, isn't it? It would be like aircraft oh, yeah. carrier called frigate. 
what I think is confusing is that in America, the Navy uh, fly airplanes. Oh, mm, that is confusing. Uh, but they still have an Our Air Navy Force. Fly what, what are they playing at? Yeah. No. no they have, they have airplanes as well. Bullshit. Yeah, maybe seaplanes, right. but they don't they have, have fighter planes. You don't get Navy pilots in this country, do you? I think so. No, I'm not having this. I, I mean, seaplanes aren't typically used for combat scenarios. No, no, but the planes they fly off the carriers that we don't have yet and cost too much. Um, yes. They'll be flown by Navy pilots, not... Yes. Do you know what I find strange about uh, the US Navy? And it might not be entirely based in fact, right. but Gemma watches... Uh, okay, well, never stops before. Gemma watches a lot of uh, NCIS, Navy Crime Investigation Squad, and yes, my dad their, their jurisdiction seems to extend to anyone that drinks water um, or lives near a canal. Uh, it's just quite incredible. I mean, it is a TV show, Chris. It's not, yeah. strictly speaking, real. You're yeah. right, the Royal Navy has pilots. Yep. What the fuck do they think they're playing at? Apparently the American Marines have pilots as well, and they're also a separate, like, armed force to the Navy. Yeah, which I don't get, because surely Marines are just army, aren't they? What's the difference? They're in the difference. I wouldn't say that to them. But a you don't... Yeah, well, fuck them, pussies. But you don't get... Um... I'd like to disassociate these, myself from these comments. I appreciate the face current yes, configuration. Whatever. But the... The Air Force don't go around sailing boats, do they? I mean, for fuck's sake. Though. Why? They should talk... Well, no. Navy. Navy is sea, Air Force is air, Army is land, Marines, uh, I guess they could go into space, they can... they can, And then they'll just do some, like, uh, super war in the meantime until we get to space, that's fine. Mm. But they, the Navy have no business in the air. They are on and under the sea, and they should not even be allowed on land, frankly. Yeah. I mean, it might hurt recruitment if you said, basically, you've got to live at sea forevermore well, because you're a shit Navy person, but, you know. No, only while you're on uh, only while you're on tour. Okay, fine. But you should leave the dock at Southampton, not return for six months, but you shouldn't be allowed on... Oh, you can have shore leave to, well, have intercourse with prostitutes, presumably. Mm. Um, but no, they should never, ever fly in an aeroplane. Well, I should write to them and inform them of their mistake. I mean, they probably well, don't realise how stupid they're being. They'll, they'll listen to this at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, GCH I'm fairly certain that GCHQ will, will tip them a wink. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, i got a question. No, no, don't so, yeah. move on. Don't Moving move on, on from, from don't sex move on. news and... I, I, want to, I want to know more about your dad liking NCIS. Does he like the spin-offs, NCIS. Like, NCIS Los Angeles and NCIS New Orleans? I think he does, but not as much as the, yeah, the main Yeah, that's the right answer. Is, is NCIS the one that uses the Who on every series? No, that's uh, CSI uh, Miami. I think oh. NCIS just, just have their own music. The one for New Orleans hmm. goes, boom, 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 is boom. boom. A bang, 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 bang. And Gemma likes it best that I, uh, I pretend to do all of the silly New Orleans accents. She thinks it's great. Oh, that sounds quite yeah. racist. There can yeah. be a murder in the river. I'm also 
you know, we've met Gemma, so we assume she probably finds it exasperating rather than amusing. But, you know. Same thing. Same thing when it's wives. Yeah. I suppose they can't laugh or they just encourage you. I know something about (laughs) NCIS, but I can't remember what it is. Who's in it? Somebody. What's your definition? It's, It's like. Sam Beckett's yeah. in it or something. Yes, he's in the New Orleans one. That's, that's I wonder what your definition of yeah. about something <laughs> well, I, I knew there was something but that you, I, I knew. I just, if you don't know something you know, know then is it right to claim that you know it? Yeah, of course that's it is, because I knew it. When Dan said, I knew oh, it. Oh, no, that doesn't, so that doesn't make sense. Yeah, totally. I, no. Of course it does. When I, when I lived in Bath, I found a dog out in the road... And it sort of knew where it was going. Uh, so I followed it back and I knocked on the door. And I got talking to the woman. She said, oh, thank you. You're doing what? You just followed her <laughs> dog home. <laughs> thank no, you for following uh, my dog. Because it had got out of the it had gone round the block. And, it, you know, it couldn't get in without me. So I helped. And it came up in conversation that the dog's name was Max. And I said, my dog's name is also Max. And she said, that is the most common dog name in the UK. And I said, oh, I didn't know that. And she said, no, neither did I. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Maybe she maybe she didn't know that, but she had just assumed. And when you uh, I just confirmed she was it. seeing how you reacted, it's like, well, yeah, he... He believed me, so it must sound. It could be true. Maybe she was coming up with like just made up rumors about dogs' names, and she was trying them out on you. Mm. See how you reacted, and because you went, "Yeah, that seems plausible," she realized that she was onto a winner. Maybe um, she had started um, rumor. Maybe she'd put a balloon up the dog's. I don't and like that. Up. No, that, that's not right. When we were talking about footballers, it was well, these are the people that you're adults. These it? are the people that you're but, mixing but with. But now you're getting into. Yeah. Well, I, no, didn't, I didn't put a balloon up the dog's bum. You even joke Who's about it. Mate? Don't like it. Who's your friend? I think dogs might like it. Right. So, moving on. Um, yes. God, what was I talking about next? Uh, the sex robots. Let's get back to robotic wanking for Graham, there's going to be a sex robot conference in London, apparently. There certainly is. And um, it's been banned in Malaysia for being too extreme. And the male and the star refer to it as a sex robot festival, which Does makes it, it sound more exciting. Um, What's its I don't name, believe, actually? Its actual name is... I don't know, I haven't read it. Fair enough. Uh, this, it's the second annual International Congress on Love and Sex with Robots. That... It doesn't sound very festivaly. It's no. quite creepy in, in like... It also seems like maybe they're trying for some kind of slightly upmarket double entendre with the use of the word Congress. That's mm. true. I do like yes. that. They're pitching it very high, aren't they? If well, I mean, it is about robots and, yeah. well, also sex with them. So I guess that kind of, you know, it's a bit of a... That, would be, that would be a bit like yeah, if, if a anyway, writer for The was... Guardian got a job with The Sun... And they said, do a pun for our front page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. They wouldn't last long, would they? No. So it's, well, yeah, it was, it's uh, been banned in Malaysia for being too extreme, and it's set to go ahead at Goldsmiths University. Cool. In uh, southeast London, so we should definitely go, and we could launch the robotic wanking claw there. Yeah. Oh. Do we have any details about anything that will be uh, on show? Um, 
it's uh, well, it will explore a number of themes from teledildonics to humanoid robots, but no what was actual the first thing you said. Okay. Teledildonics. So that's uh, you plug a dildo into your computer and then into yourself, and someone at the other end controls it, I guess. So it's uh, December the 19th and 20th. So um, I've got a list of topics so that, that you can go to seminars on. Robot emotions. No, don't want to know about emotions. Humanoid robots. These are humanoid emotions. Mm. Entertainment robots. Yeah. Robot personalities. No, don't want a personality. Teledildonics. Yeah. Uh, my personal right. favourite so far. Intelligent electronic sex hardware. That sounds interesting. Uh, that's that's our niche, I think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, definitely definitely uh, fits our existing product line. Effective approaches, I don't know what that means. Uh, psychological approaches, still no. Sociological approaches, not a clue. Uh, roboethics and philosophical approaches. No, let's not bring ethics or philosophy into this. No, it's a dangerous line to go down. We might have to start thinking about it. Yeah, it could seriously affect our sales. Yeah. Amusingly, that in their guidance for submitting papers... They have a sentence that amuses me. Paper length must match, match the size of the contribution, <laughs> which I think is basically a size joke. There's uh, one expert has um, warned horny Brits against having sex with cyborgs because it could become addictive. How many cyborgs are there in the United Kingdom? Apart from um, that bloke who was like at Warwick where he put like an RFID chip under his skin and like use it to open doors. I'm not aware of any others. I suppose anyone with a robotic prosthetic is a cyborg, technically, aren't they? Um, I mean, I guess. A cybernetic, what, what does that actually mean? It just means robotic. Yeah. No, I suppose you're right. They're just not quite as exciting as Terminators. That's sort of the other end of the spectrum, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, but I'm not sure I'd want to have sex with one of those either. Um, have you seen Terminator 3? Uh, no, because it doesn't exist. That's correct. That was just a test. Yes. So um I think we should go there. Yeah. And report on the uh, on the on the sex robot festival which is a boring sciencey conference. Yeah. I did well, it could be read the headline and think a sex robot festival sounded very exciting and then uh, find out the context of it and think it sounds very boring. I guess but, it depends uh, on your uh, Apparently your... A, a sex robot is likely to cost about 6000 pounds. Well, I mean, that's the penalty you pay for being an early adopter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, then again, you think about it, like thousands, millions, billions of people have paid that for a fucking iPhone every year, mm. and you can't have sex with that. Well, I mean, people have. Have. that's half yeah. the football rumours, but um, yeah, you can't have sex with it reliably or for very long. I would be worried if it was powered by a lithium-ion battery. That well, it would it's not made by Samsung. set my knob on fire. Yeah. Yeah, that always would always be a worry, wouldn't it? Fortunate, wouldn't it? And that's one of the nice things about having sex with a human is that you you know that you're never going to have to worry about anything going on fire. I'm not sure that's a hundred percent true, but I'm willing to accept it's ninety nine percent true. Well, I mean, you accept that there's always a risk, isn't there? I suppose, yeah. but spontaneous human combustion is proven by science. I mean, I'm not talking about spontaneous human consumption. I'm just. <laughs> 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 Wow, you're going all out with the uh, the Freudians. Yeah, that was pretty Freudian, mm. wasn't it? No, um, 
but yeah, you know, people are in some kinky shit, and I'm sure that someone's fetish somewhere is setting their sex partner on fire. Well, anyway, I want to go to the Sex Robot Festival, please. Yeah, no, that sounds excellent. We should uh, get... Uh, do you crowd. know what the ticket availability and cost is? No, I haven't looked. It's, um, it's 200 quid, which is actually pretty reasonable for a conference. It, 200 pounds? Fuck that. rip-offs. Oh, I'll stay at home and have a wank. Fair enough. It's your choice. I mean, you could stand outside it and wank, but you might get arrested. But you might not. Who knows? I'll just use my robotic wank and claw and keep it to myself. I mean, probably what you should do is use your robotic wanking claw outside the symposium, and they'll be sort of so awed by your brilliance in making a robotic wanking claw that you'll get invited into. So your basic idea is when you go to see a band, Mm. there are people selling not official merchandise that sort of lurk around outside. Okay. No, because I'm not going to be selling it. I'm just going to be demonstrating it. Yeah. It'll be somebody standing outside um, busking to the band, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, doing cover versions, but better than the band do them. Yeah, but then being so good at it, the band invite them in and put them on stage. Yeah. Which, Which happens fun. all the time. Yeah, yeah, so, totally. Yeah, 200 quid, fuck that noise. I know, it's expensive, isn't it? Mm. But on the other hand, it is a symposium about robotic sex, so, you know. Yeah, but it's not a festival, is it? I was hoping more um, tents and people banging robots on stage for me to watch. <laughs> that would cost at least 200 quid. Mm, that would be money well spent there, so there's just some boring scientists talking about ethics. Mm. Yeah, that would mm. be rubbish. Anyway, we need to get a wig along because we're like a third of the way I through. I think this is just going to be a really long, really Five minutes episode. already. Yeah, well, I guess not might have to split it and make it a two-parter. Yeah, I think two-parter is probably the way to go. Okay, so I'm going to lead off with uh, my favourite headline of the past quite a while, actually. Uh, UKIP leadership candidate claims gay donkey raped his horse. I mean, really, to discuss this is to demean the quality of that headline, but I think we should discuss it anyway. Which I'm not sure anything we candidate. could say could um, make, make this any better. No. But was it Roger Helmer? Was it? No, it was. It was the UKIP candidate who claimed a gay donkey. No one cares which one. There's yes, literally which nothing one. else defining about him. I, I well, yeah, but I, I I want to know which one because it may affect how I choose to vote in the upcoming UKIP leadership elections. I've no idea if I'm nearly any way eligible to do so, but I'd rather know okay. what was the name of the donkey. Who? John Reese right. Evans. No, nah, never heard of him. No, no precisely. Utterly unmemorable. Was that the name of the donkey? I think not, unless the donkey has entered the UKIP leadership contest, which I'm not ruling out at this stage. How does he even know the donkey's gay? Well, because obviously the donkey was male and the horse was male, so... Right, could be bi. Well, that's could true, yeah. No, it's, it's might not conform to, uh, to any... Sexuality stereotypes. It could. It's very. He's pigeonholing this this poor donkey. <laughs> Hang on, this happened in Bulgaria. He's a fucking UKIP candidate. Why is he keeping his horse in Bulgaria? Well, well, that, that is exactly what I'd expect from Bulgarian donkeys, <laughs> and exactly that is why we need to keep them exactly out. Exactly what I'd expect from UKIP, like yeah. off- offshoring their don- their horse storage to Bulgaria, while at the same time campaigning to have them. Uh, you know? Oh my god, this this man is the biggest bell end in the world. He's a UKIP candidate, right? He's got a house in Bulgaria. Uh, he does competitive speed pistol shooting. Um, 
And why was he on this fucking horse? I don't know. Um, oh, no, he's just a complete bad. I have a, I have a technical more, question. Even more so than usual somehow. So, um, donkeys and horses are different species. So, is it accurate to say that the dog was a because he's he's trying to have sex with a different species so is he not a a bestialist well uh, donkey no. donkeys and horses have sex all the time yeah yeah a, a donkey and horses oh, they make now. a mule when a, when a, a donkey and a, yeah. and a horse may they make an ass yes. don't they oh yeah a mule so like a donkey that's it yeah what's an ass then i think an ass is just another name for a mule Oh, okay. Ah, uh, so I mean, yeah, but yeah, a mule is is a if, is a donkey um, if the horse, horse hybrid. Horse. horse. Well, no, because mules are sterile. No, no, but like if yeah, if the if oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, the donkey wasn't to know. I mean, it does raise another question, which is why is this uh, UKIP candidate for the leadership not taking better care of his horse? And what was he doing while this was happening? Was he just watching? Well, I have to admit, I probably wouldn't want to get in the way of a donkey that was hell-bent on fucking something. They're quite... Um, I could take a donkey. Well, I mean... <laughs> in this context, that was probably the wrong way to phrase that. No, it's exactly what I meant. I don't want to think about that. Um, okay. So what, what does he do about this gay donkey? He just whined about it. He didn't actually do anything. He didn't report him to the farmer. Sounds like an ideal... Uh, candidate for UKIP leadership. Well, no, he, yeah. he is the quintessential uh, UKIP candidate, just bell end in every possible way. Um, mm. But ugh, yes, can he take a punch? Um, I don't know. I think anyone's ever tried. Mm. I bet they have. Maybe but, we should. Well, there's only one way to find out. Set um, hook him on him. Yep. Yep. Did you hear that he, they've been uh, reported to the French police? Hmm. It's very funny. But we all know how efficient the French police are. Yeah, but they probably actually want to catch these guys. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. And basically, it'd be funny, and the French have a sense of humour the same as anyone else. I don't hmm. think their problem's really going to be catching right. them. They know who they are and where they are. Well, yeah, so even better. They'll get a, a conviction or something out of it super easy. There'll be no, no sort of messing around with, did he do it? It'll be, look, obviously he did it because the guy collapsed and went to hospital. I think the difficulty will be is like, yeah, who's going to testify in but, that case because it was mostly just, just science, UKIP MEPs that saw it all. I, but do, I would imagine the French justice system doesn't require any evidence or witnesses. I'm not basing it on any anything apart from just an assumption. Also, everything I know of UKIP suggests that someone in that room is prepared to stab the guy in the back, both metaphorically and literally. Yeah, drive true. on, driver. Come on. Hmm. <laughs> so, moving swiftly. Come on, chop chop. I want to go and watch The Apprentice in three minutes. There's a reason that you, you served a suspension. <sighs> no gratitude these days. Put your um, finger out. I'm going to take it extra slow now. I'm going to be like that driver that you tailgate and then he just drives extra slow to be sure. No, uh, I, can, I can end this whenever I choose. No, you can't, Greg. Um, Bob Dylan has won the Nobel Prize for Literature. Bob Dylan doesn't write literature, you say. He's a songwriter. The Nobel Prize Committee don't care. I never said that. I, I would I have just assumed he does write literature that I didn't know about. I would just assume that 
well, there's absolutely no reason that you can't classify music as something that would fall under the Nobel Prize for Literature. Anyway, um, even funnier than the fact that he should, well, we can argue about whether he should have been involved with it. Uh, he evidently doesn't give no. a shit because he absolutely refuses to return their phone calls um, or even acknowledge the fact that they've given him this award. And for some reason, Nobel Committee is getting quite pissed about this and have threatened to take away the money that they can't figure out a way to give him because he won't answer his phone calls. Um, mm. Which I think is hilariously dickish on both on Bob Dylan's part. So if, I mean, if, um, he, if he doesn't want it, then he doesn't have to have it. Fuck him. They tried to give me a Nobel Prize. It's a fairly sizable amount of money. It's quite a lot. Like, the thick end of a million quid. Or probably now, actually, after Brexit, the thick end of 10 million quid. But um, He doesn't need it, does he? No. He's doing all right, I assume. I, th- I thought he was dead for quite a long time, so um, well done to him for not being dead, I suppose. Yep. I think if if Funny someone read didn't know it, it happened and they were listening talk or hear and they heard it, it, they'd think, "Oh, that was funny." But I think if everyone knows, then oh yeah, we all know. So what? Oh, that's on, odd. On, on the subject of mm. on the subject of other things that are completely unrelated to what we were just talking about, that wasn't very funny. Yeah. Um, I have just come across um, a uh, an IMDb page for a film. Uh, being released this year, yeah. Um, and I'm curious as to if any of you have heard of it. Uh, it's called Army of One, right? Um, and it stars Nicolas Cage. I'm uh, not familiar. And it is apparently uh, right, okay. a story about an American civilian who sets out on his own to find Osama bin Laden. Well, this sounds now, great. That in itself, I mean, you know, it could be any Nicolas Cage film. However, the uh, the the picture um, as the like main poster for the film um, includes Nicolas Cage and somebody else who looked quite a lot like Russell Brand and I thought no that would be really stupid Uh, but it turns out no it does indeed include Russell Brand who is playing God (laughs) oh I thought you were going to say he was playing um, Osama Bin Laden now the problem with this is that Um, Osama Bin Laden was caught and executed wasn't Mm. he so he's not He's not there for them to go and look at. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, if you believe what the army tell you. No, no I, I don't think this is like a live... I don't, don't, I don't know, think this is, is live. I think not real life, this is a but... dramatisation. Oh, this isn't just like a project that Nicolas Cage is doing. <laughs> no, that, that, occurred, that occurred before the whole uh, Bin Laden thing. Is it a true story? Um, well, I don't know. Oh. The... Uh, the the sort of By slightly shitty poster does imply that it might be based on one. Um, well, oh. No, it says one man's wildly true quest to capture Osama bin Laden. Yeah, it says true, so it's true. Hmm. You can't say stuff's true if it's not true, unless you're talking about footballs with balloons up the bums. Mm, that's true. And you say what you like. So I'm unsure as to the veracity of the source material, but uh, yeah, for some reason Russell Brand is still getting work. The thing I noticed about God it when I googled it was film. it came up with a YouTube trailer. And Good for him. If you weren't concentrating, you'd think, "Oh, it's a Christmas film of a man with a white beard." I bet he's Father Christmas. Hmm. <laughs> right. 
So, this is The Apprentice. I reckon we've about got all we're going to get out of those funny things. No, no, wait, I want to talk about sneezing, because it's fresh in my mind. Right, Right. so sneezing, I really don't like it when people are very loud when they sneeze. They're sort of that they sort of shout before the sneeze and then shout during the sneeze, and it's not necessary. Yeah, they kind of like people like they're trying to draw attention to themselves unnecessarily. Mm. I I say good luck to them. Good for them. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. And what I do is I I try and sneeze through my nose to sort of muffle it. Then you're denying yourself one of life's great pleasures. But I think it's more. Yeah. I think it's more and considerate for other people. I, I think of no fuck other people. I think yeah, in many people. ways I'm quite a yeah. lot like Jesus in that I am suffering to save you from no, Jesus, uh, the discomfort. Uh, Jesus really loud sneezes. Yeah. Jesus sneezes like a bastard. Right. Yeah. No, I think I think people who suppress their sneezes are, are very saintly. Perhaps not Jesus, but a minor saint. In that they're, they're suffering no, so that you don't have to suffer the loud sneezing noise. It's no better than flagellation. You're just, yeah. you're just denying yourself something wonderful just so you can be superior and go, ooh, when I sneeze, I do it nice and quietly. Well, I do, I do quite like that, actually. I'm one of these liberal elites that, yeah. that sneezes through their nose. It could be the opposite of um, the derogatory mm. term you like, which is... One day you will do a loud sneeze... And you will realise that you have uh, fucked up your whole life, and you'll think about all those sneezes that you wasted, and there's well, nothing you can do. Well, I think back. it yeah. could be a term that would be the opposite of mouth breather, which you quite like. So, um, hmm. uh, a, a nose sneezer is someone who is part of the liberal elite yeah. and reads the Guardian, sneezes through their nose. I think the liberal elite probably uh, sneeze mm. very loudly. I certainly sneeze very loudly, and I'm pretty much the quintessential. Mm, I'm not sure you so. yeah. maybe. I think uh, UKIP probably sneezed yeah. through their nose. Well, yeah. I was in a meeting yesterday, and someone did the most quiet sneeze I've ever heard. It was incredible. It was very clearly a sneeze, but it was just like he held his breath for a little bit and then breathed out through his nose, which I was oh, very impressed with. However, I feel angry. However, I um, mm, let them let down. I often uh, I often discuss with my wife that she shouldn't sneeze loudly at me because it'll hurt my eardrums. And uh, one of her friends on Facebook was hospitalised because they uh, suppressed a sneeze and sneezed through their through their nose, and they did lots of damage to their yeah. insides and had to go to hospital. Yeah. Well. So That's the risk you're taking every time. Yeah. You, uh, every time you deny yourself a nice well, loud sneeze, yeah. you could be basically just blowing the top I'm, of your head. I'm like a thrill seeker. No, you're you're a I'm thrill denier. A danger seeker. I'm living because there's nothing more thrilling than than just doing a nice. I'm loud living sneeze on the edge. Husband. It's this kind of crazy thing that. Basically, got munchausen's. You want to injure yourself by sneezing so that people will pretend mm. to be sympathetic towards you. You're like one of those people who hoards loads and loads of junk in their house, and then it gets uh, rats in there, and they get a disease, and then they die. That's what you're, you're like. like. You're hoarding sneezes. Yeah. And you're and you're doing it to yourself, and everyone just is pities you, but also is disgusted by you. Yeah. 
and would rather you just moved it out because it weirds them out that they can't hear you sneeze through the wall ever. Mm. Not like literally through the wall, that would be incredible. But I think my wife might be capable of that. I mean, I think if she was a superhero, her, her superpower would be really like unbelievably powerful sneezes that she could direct at people to, uh, oh, to disable them. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be a wonderful power because it's really lovely doing a nice big sneeze as well. Yeah. So every time she right. killed a baddie, she would uh, think, "Ah, oh, wasn't that nice?" Do you remember when um, you're young and idiot dickheads say that a sneeze is a third of an orgasm, but they don't quantify that statement in any way? No, it's complete bollocks. They just tell you it's a third of an orgasm. You go, what in the amount of jizz that comes out? What are you talking about? You can't just say it's a third of an orgasm. Well, the way you talk about sneezes, I think probably for you, it is more than an orgasm. An orgasm is a third of a sneeze. I call them (laughs) dick sneezes. (laughs) Of course you do that. Of course you do. Right. Well, we clearly can't top that. (laughs) Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I could have said that twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Right, Dick sneeze is our safe word. This podcast ends, that's it. I like that. Okay, on that found, I think we found our episode title anyway. Yeah, yeah I think that's solved good. that mystery. Right. So uh, so I I've been Daniel Dick Sneezes, uh, my colleagues have been <laughs> Daniel Dick Sneezes, brilliant. That's your Chris Dick Sneezes, Graham Dick Sneezes, and Adam Dick Sneezes. This episode was titled Dick Sneezes, and we're gonna sign off there. Wait, wait, I've got one more thing. I've got this one more thing. Oh, not really. No, Chris. We, Jesus, we've no, not, not really not again. No, you owe us something now. What is it? No, it's not. <laughs> don't I don't really have dick. one. Do your dick do you keep your dick sneezes inside like your nose sneezes? That sounds painful. Yeah. It shoots out your bum if you're not careful. Oh, I wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> That's not how I wouldn't want works. that to happen when I was filling my balloons with farts, would I? <laughs> no, you absolutely would not want a, a dizzy fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.